Hello, Lisa. Oh, hello, Claire. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. I'm really happy to be here. I'm playing Devil's Avocado. Oh, I'm happy to be here with you. Do you like the way I put that little weird enunciation? <laughs> I don't good. know where that came from. It's new. It's, it's, it's a new experience. It is. Um, today we're talking about swearing. Yeah. Is it a young people's Fuck game? Fuck yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, do you have a telephone voice? Yes, I do. <laughs> like a muffin. And whether or not driving at night sucks, yes, which it does. it does. Well, that sounds fun. Doesn't it? All right. Let's go. Let's go. First of all, fucking swearing. Fucking swearing. <laughs> Sorry, everyone, oh, if dear. you thought this was something you could listen to in your bleep, car. Bleep, bleep. Have we got a bleeper? <laughs> um, let's talk about bleeping swearing. I want to know if swearing is young people's game because you can't shut me up no. from swearing. I swear I'm like a fishwife. Yes, a um, fishwife. It's the kind of thing my mother would say. You sound like a fishwife, Claire. <laughs> I mean, I really am a terrible swearer. Yeah. And I was swearing as in a the, good swearer. Yeah, as in a really yeah. good one, as in one that does it a lot. Yeah. Um, and I have to stop myself doing it. And I do it in front of children yes. without meaning to. That's naughty, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, and I don't even... And then I have to say, sorry... Um, My mother mm. used to not swear, but she did because she used to say bugger it a lot. She'd go, oh, bugger. Oh, bugger it. Bugger it. And I don't think anything of it at the time. It's just your mum, isn't it? And then mm, now I'm, I'm like, like oh, unusual. <laughs> um, but we, we don't have children, so we, I think like people get it. We have a modified it, art yeah, speaking. Yeah, yeah, that's true. But also I think um, I've, I worked in newspapers where the swearing was out of control. Mm. Um, magazines weren't. I've noticed if I swear, my natural bent is to swear a lot, and I've noticed in recent years it's, it doesn't go down so well if you start effing and blinding no. in a meeting. I think you can swear at any age. I really enjoy watching old people swear. Like, by old, I mean like, you know, 75 plus. Yeah. Really makes me laugh. When do they see? That's the thing, that's what I'm asking. Like, yeah. I don't know that many that do, but when my mum does it, it makes me uncomfortable. What about that? Um, Catherine Tate character. Oh, yeah. Gran. Gran. She's funny. Ah, oh, fucking love. <laughs> fucking liberty. Um, <laughs> yeah, it really makes me laugh. Swearing in general, I love. Um, I had a friend, um, let's call her Lucy. That's her name. <laughs> and um, we used to go out and then, and she was really partial to the C word. Right. Which you've told me I can't say. I don't think, I think that, yeah, that crosses right. the boundaries. Anyway, and um, I mean, I'm quite partial to it as well when it's, when it's, um, in context, and she used to be c-wording all over the place, and then she, but she'd always say, and that's not a not a word I use lightly. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, you know, there was that sort of gravitas attached to it. Whereas yeah. now in Australia, it's pretty much it is like daily saying, lingo, isn't it's like it? Like saying mate, mate, isn't it? <laughs> it is. All right, yeah, you know, the c-word, c-word. See you next Tuesday. Yeah, I mean that, that makes me laugh every time. <laughs> Still. <laughs> You know, we have people who don't work on Mondays and it's always, every time, it's like, see you next Tuesday. Um, it's very, ch- probably about, it's probably a sign of how childish and immature we are. It probably is. But I mean, I, yeah, I just, you know, I don't actually know that many people who swear as much as I do anyway, so maybe mm. it's more Do you ever get told me. off? Mm, no. No. No, but I mean, they might talk about me behind my back. Yeah. I imagine they do. Do you think you'll keep swearing? Or I do you think hope, you'll get worse? I fucking hope so. <laughs> funny what's your favorite saying my favorite saying i have a few favorites i have sort of mottos and things Mm. um you know i don't write them out i'm gonna say do you have a dream board Uh, or whatever oh i do have a motivation board oh Oh, gosh (laughs) 
all right, <laughs> judgy much? <laughs> uh, no, I've actually taken my motivation board down, oh, but why? it's all in my oh, it's because I wasn't achieving any of it, and it was. A, <laughs> Upsetting me. It's a reminder, <laughs> a daily reminder of how rubbish your life yes, is. Yes, my Aww. failure. Um, you know that's not true. I have a saying that I love, and I got it off Lisa Wilkinson, actually, oh. the TV person. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not my dog to walk. You do say that a lot. And it's. I find it, when I read that, I thought, oh my God, that is so empowering. It's like, you know what? Well, your literally, problem is. It's not my problem. Yeah. It's not my dog to walk. And it's like, just let it go. Like, that just gives you, you know, carte blanche to just say, no. Nah, not dealing mm. with that. Mm. Love it. It's not my dog to walk. It's not my dog to walk. I don't have a, I think I have a favourite saying. Don't you? Mm. People say 100% a lot at the moment, don't oh, they? Oh, it drives me mad. 100% yeah. they do, oh. and it drives me 100%, 100%. mad. <laughs> 100%. You know what I hate more than that? What? I'm giving it 110%. It's like, that's actually impossible, people. Oh. I hate that. Okay. You know what um, else I hate? Go on. No, no, I don't hate it, but I worry that it's a bit ridiculous. So I go out riding my bicycle. Yeah. I what kind of talk us through your bike? Is it a like a sit up and what do they call it? Sit up and beg, or is it a racing bike? Or a... <laughs> what do you think? What do you think it is? I, in my head, I'm seeing a bike. It's got a basket on it. And no, it did have a basket. I took it off, okay. but it's that kind of bike. Okay. Um, and I didn't ride it for about three years, so it's quite rusty, and we had to clean it up to make it work again. Um, but it's fine, and I've been riding it around the park. I I'm live so impressed near a park. That, you, yeah. that you ride a bike. Honestly, I am. Yeah. Um, and it's very good for me. Yeah. Um, the last time I rode it for a long time, my friend's partner said to me, your bun's got smaller. Oh. And I think it was from riding the bike. Cheeky. I know. You know, hey. Um, I'll take what I can get these days. <laughs> <laughs> so I thought I'd ride it again because I wanted to get my bun smaller. And um, But I do worry that I look ridiculous on it. As a 50-year-old woman... Perched on what my are you leather. wearing? Well, I'm, I'm wearing like leggings and a, okay. um, a, but I have to wear a helmet, obviously. And yeah. a helmet is not my finest moment. No, it's nobody's finest moment. It's not, it's not. Are you uh, wearing trainers and everything? Yeah. Wearing all the gear? Yeah. I reckon you're all right. And then sometimes Does I... anyone point at you and laugh? <laughs> no, not, no, not in my vision, but maybe yeah. behind me. Um, but I do worry, sometimes I wear a skirt because I think, because it sort of goes more with the bike, but then sometimes it gets caught in the, Ooh, you know, yeah, be careful. dangerous. <laughs> but I do think sometimes, you know, I look, I'm sitting on the bike going round and it's my exercise and I think I look good and then I worry that actually I look like this old lady, like going at three miles an hour <laughs> around the park where everyone, everyone overtakes me, even in first gear, I can't, I just can't get any speed up, but that's more about my fitness than anything else. But... You know, are there things that you do when you get to our age? Mm. My husband's taking up rollerblading, for example. Amazing. He's younger than me, though, so he's allowed to. But I don't think I could do that because I'd just look ridiculous. Or uh, would I? Well, I would just or fall over. I'd fall over and break my legs, so mm. I, I You'd can't. You'd be out quickly. Yeah, I can't do rollerblading. <laughs> um, yeah, I think, I think we probably worry too much about what people are thinking because they're not taking any notice of us whatsoever is that because we're old because yeah because or is it just because people no are just one obsessed cares. with themselves, with themselves yeah. um i wonder about things like like dancing if you know on the rare i love to dance right but the rare occasions now where is it weddings mm-hmm. someone's 50th birthday party mm-hmm. i think i am smashing up that dance floor you are john travolta and um sometimes people video things <laughs> yeah, it's not good and then you see yourself <laughs> and you're like Holy moly, yeah. why didn't someone stop me? I'm yeah. usually a little bit drunky monkey, yeah. as it happens. So there's like really? arms going everywhere. Yeah, arms go everywhere. I oh. think I am killing it. And yeah. then I'm not, am I just the, you know, 
You're Elaine. Elaine <laughs> from Seinfeld. Um, but I do like to dance, and there's not many opportunities now, is there? No, there's not, and possibly that's a good thing. <laughs> I remember there was a, a video that went around from someone's wedding, it was probably about 10 years ago now, but of me trying to do the um, MC Hammer <laughs> Stop, Hammer Time dance, which I had learned in the previous incarnation. Um, and yes. In oh, all my full, frightening. Yeah, exactly. No, <laughs> drinking and dance floors do not mix. Um, where can you go dancing? If you wanted to go and have a good old, a good old boogie, where would I you go? I can't look at you when you do that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't think I, I don't think, I think you just have to, like, it has to be a party or a wedding these days. Yeah. I mean, you can't go to a club. No. Can you imagine? No. There needs to be clubs for... Uh, we've, we've mentioned this before, I think, just between us in a conversation once, I think, that we thought about there should be clubs for women, like for people of our age, but then we wouldn't want to go to it if, if you know... If it was full of people full like of people. us. It'd be awful. <laughs> so, so depressing. A whole bunch of old people not being able to do the dance moves, not being able to get up again once they got down. <laughs> but it's true. Like, I love to... I like to dance too, but... There, you know, I just there's always that moment where you, where you know that you're about to start, you can't stop yourself any longer, and where Lee's like, oh, I can't. Look it up. Oh dear. <laughs> what about those, um, you know, pitch black nightclubby things? <laughs> yeah, yeah. it's pitch black. You know, yeah, where you wear yeah. your headphones, yeah, and everyone dances in the dark. Well, yeah, either of those. I think there's there's two things. There's a dancing in the dark, and there's one that's silent disco. Silent disco. There's a, there's a pitch black one at Bondi yeah, somewhere. and the Newtown has yeah, it as well. Yeah. Someone I know goes to it. He says it's fantastic. Yeah. Maybe we should do that. That'd be well, hilarious. All right, well, we'll see how we go. Okay. If you've done it, do let us know how it goes. Yeah, we'd love to know. We'll take <laughs> us with you. All right. Should we do Culture Club? Yes. Okay. What have you been um, reading, watching, listening to? Um, I've been watching Better Things. Mm. Do you know about Better no, Things? I don't know if I'm, I kind of... I've got so many things. things. Yes. Like there's Stranger Things and... Anything else? Other things. <laughs> um, better things. We're into season three, and um, it is. I think it's an FX production originally. It's on Foxtel here, and it stars Pamela Adlon. She is like the writer, producer, creator, star, and it's so fantastic. I really urge you all to watch it. Um, it's funny and poignant, and um, she's a very cool chick. So she plays. It's sort of all semi-autobiographical. She plays an actress in LA who is a single mum to three daughters. Mm-hmm. And then her mum, who's played by Celia Imrie, who is hilarious, she lives across the road. And um, it's sort of just about life as... And she's just turned 50, I think, in the programme. Um, so it's all quite, you know, um, contextual for mm, us. Mm. And it's really funny and very sharp. And she is the coolest sort of anti-heroine on TV, I reckon. Oh, wow. I want her wardrobe. Um, I, I want her hair. It. It's great. It's really... I, it's one of those ones that I started watching on a plane. Right. And watched about four episodes, and then I've stayed with it. Right. And her... Unfortunately... Not unfortunately. The first two seasons were Louis C.K. Oh. Wrote them with her. Right. Um, and obviously, he's now part of the whole Me Too thing. Because um, he was... I think he used to masturbate at people or something. Revolting. <laughs> Um, maybe he did do that. I'm not legally in no. trouble. Um, <laughs> I, just, I don't want to go. Into no, it. so he's not in. He's not involved in season right. three. Um, but I think you know he is, f- despite his disgusting 
Habits, um, a great writer, and yeah. a great comedian. So to have his input, I think, really sort of gave it a bit of a kickstart. Um, I recommend you watch it. Okay, okay. I will, because I haven't actually even heard of it yeah. until you brought it up. Yeah. I got sidetracked in my other things that I had going on. I watched Wine Country. Oh, yes, I haven't watched it yet. Which is the Amy Poehler. All my favourites. Yeah, everyone, in and everyone who you love in it. I didn't rate it, mm. and I was really disappointed not to. I'm I really sad. wanted to, and there's some fantastic moments in it. So basically, it's a group of women who go to the Napa Valley to celebrate someone's 50th birthday. It's Amy Poehler. There's Maya in it. Maya Rudolph. Love her. Um, and she's probably, like, Maya Rudolph's probably one of the best things in it for me. Yeah. And Amy's good. Tina in it a little bit. Tina's in it a little bit. She plays the... The landlady of where they're staying, yeah, um, in the Airbnb or whatever, and she's kind of funny and it's hard to know what's going on in her head. She's a bit weird, but you know what really annoys me about it is because like they can't just have, and I mean maybe it was because it would be a boring movie, but they can't just have five fifty-year-old women and getting drunk and being silly. They have to make them misfits and a right. bit weird, yeah, because they can't just be normal people because it's boring. But then, so they're misfits. So. They're like, one of them's a workaholic, one of them's just split up, you know. Like one of them's, you know, just seems to be a bit kind of <laughs> out of sorts. I don't know. Like, they're not, it's just, a, and like, they do stupid things. They don't, like, no one, we get drunk and be stupid and one of us would try and sing a song, for example, and it would yes. be hilarious. Or we'd go and one of us would end up buying an artwork for $4,000 by mistake. Or, you know, we'd get drunk at a dinner and end up doing something silly. Like, those things are completely true. But then they do all these really ridiculous things like roll down hills and like just dumb mm. things. And so it becomes really slapsticky and not, oh, and yeah. it's not, it's I'm not, not a fan of slapsticking. Hey, none of us are, darling, none of us are. Um, but yeah, so it just annoyed me a bit. I mean, there were some great moments, there's some great kind of, I read a piece on Mamma Mia, actually, written by Holly Wainwright, and she mentioned how they got it spot on about the difference between millennials and Gen Xs, and it's true, like, there's there's certain things in there which are very good, like, the millennials in it all have complete belief that they're perfect and amazing, and they're so in, into everything, and, the, and then the older women are all like, oh, no, I could never do that, you know, like, there's yeah. of, so there's confidence stuff, and that's quite clever. But I was really disappointed. Because really, I, I, when I saw the ad, I was like, and you sent me the ad originally going, this is us in a movie. Mm. And I was like, yes, yes, we're so zeitgeist, you're amazing. But it wasn't, it was a bit dumb. But one of the interesting things about it was that they have this um, cameo from Brene Brown. Do you know who she is? I do. She's Oprah's lady. She is. She's a... She's self-help, is that what you call her? She's a motivational oh, okay. person, yes. Yeah. And she was all about shame. And her big thing is she did a TED talk about shame and about bravery and courage and, right. and blah, blah, blah. Anyway, she makes this cameo in it, which then led me to watch her Netflix special afterwards. Honestly, I had such a night. Mm, sounds great. <laughs> Poor Lee. Was he <laughs> here? to go to bed. Oh. No, but um, and I don't know about Bene Brown either. I'm just not mm. sure that I'm into she's that. She's a bit American. She's very American. It's very, like, it's it's true what she says to be really courageous you have to be vulnerable and so she goes through this whole thing about what that means and and you know in a nutshell you have to let yourself be vulnerable before you can step move forward right um so and that's in love in work and anything Mm. that you do you have to lay yourself bare kind of to so that nothing can touch you anymore and then you can move forward okay that's probably not how she would put it but that's what i got from it it's very that's very true but yeah it's all very ted talky i mean i'm not a big 
motivational person. I'm not. I'm not. Not Can into you it. tell? <laughs> not into, like, I think we're probably a bit too face. cynical. Yeah. Yeah, and I think that's part of our, our job and part of our nature. Maybe. Yeah. I also just get bored easily. <laughs> yeah. I saw Oprah when she was here doing oh, the motivational yeah. tour. Oh. Um, and, um, yeah, I was bored. I was actually mm. really bored. Mm. And also, um, and I love Oprah, as you know, but I just felt it, I just, it's all a bit touchy-feely and I'm probably a bit too cynical um, and I, yeah, it wasn't for me. But there were lots and lots of women wearing caftans um, who obviously got a huge amount out of it. <laughs> so, so part of the, you have to wear a caftan. Yeah. I've been listening to some music. Have you? Yeah. I've been listening to Yola, Y-O-L-A. Yes. And her album is called Walk Through Fire and it's marvellous. She's <laughs> Marvellous. From, she's from the UK and it's been produced, I think, by someone you might know. Is it by Dan Auerbach? Yes. I do know in him. In Nashville. Well, I actually don't know him. I know his wife. I know his wife. Mm. Um, he's produced it in Nashville, and it's sort of, it's amazing. It's sort of a little bit Aretha, um, sort of soul. Um, she's got the most incredible voice. Make you cry? No. No. Mm. I'll listen to it again and see if, <laughs> see if it will. Um, but it's lovely. You might find it on Spotify or something. Yeah, Give it a listen. Look. Yola. Look. Yeah, enjoyed it. Thank you. All right. Fabulous. Okay. Um, should we do... What, what about what about fads? Oh, yeah. Have we done fads? We haven't done fads for what, ages. What fad are you following? This week, Lisa. Yeah. <clears throat> I am following the fad of... Yes. I don't know how... I was going to look it up, but I ran out of time because you came early. I'm oh, sorry. Um, kefir? Kefir. Kefir. K-E-F-F-I-R. Is it double F or is it just one F? Oh, okay. Controversial. Lucky <laughs> <laughs> like we know our stuff, eh? Yes. Um, what which is, is it? a fermented milk drink. It can also be made with water. Mm. Originally from Russia. Mm. I did look that bit up. And basically, it is made with a scoby, which is like a mm. what you put in kombucha and stuff, yep. which is a fungus. Um, and... Um, Oh, it's delicious. Oh, did you buy it or make I, it? No, I bought it, but you can make it really easily, apparently. Mm. And also the scobies in the traditional milk ones last can last for hundreds of years, apparently. Oh. I, may, I might have made that up, but I think right. it's true. Um, but they're really, really good for gut health. Now, I have a dodgy's tummy, mm. um, always have done. And so I did an experiment mm. where I took, I bought a bottle of it and um, I drank like 200, no, 20 mils of it every day for a week and I did not have one stomach ache oh, or anything and I had done the because I had the colonoscopy <clears throat> oh yes so I'd done the pico prep and they often say once you've done that that you need to take the probiotics because you need to get back your gut mm. my micro dome what's it called biome <laughs> microbiome <laughs> microdome it sounds like something on mad max <laughs> um back to normal and stuff so you need to make sure you've got all that good bacteria so i was taking instead of taking like the yakult or oh, taking yes. some tablets and i reckon it's actually better i feel my stomach feels much better mm. for taking it where'd you buy that from just from the iga okay but you can get Woolworths have um mm. different kefir now kefir, yeah right. um and is it in the chiller cabinet yeah 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 and the one i had was a delicious coconut flavor and it was mm. really yummy like it was that kind of thing where you taste something and you imagine it's going to be disgusting, but you're going to go there anyway because you know it's going to be good for you. And instead, it was so delicious that I could have mm. just drunk the whole thing. Um, and they say that in its natural state, like it can be quite tart and can be a yeah. little potent. 
Um, but obviously these days everything's, you know, made with yes. <laughs> things to make it taste nice. Yeah. It was delish. But anyway, okay. I'm, I'm following a fad for once. Oh, good for you. Are you following any fad? Um, look, I'm not really. I did find a packet. Oh, well, I'm doing my usuals. Mm. Celery juice. How are, your, how are your, your gut health? How are your parasites going? It's all going well, actually. Oh. I'm quite perky. Oh. I think I feel quite good. Um, I did find a jar of um, apple cider vinegar pills mm-hmm. by the sink. Mm-hmm, mm. So, um, where did they come from? I obviously bought them and then just anyway. So I've been taking them, but I don't. I'm not sure what they're meant to do. No, they are supposed to be good. You're supposed to take them in the morning before you eat anything. Right now, I um, I love a bit of. I've got apple cider vinegar tablets somewhere in there too, which I bought ages ago. But now I can get those gummies you can buy as oh. well. And what's uh, that about? Um, well, it's just supposed to be good for you. It's also supposed to help you lose weight. It's for your gut as well. Oh. It's supposed to help you. Okay. Well, that's that's the fads we're following. Yeah. What about um, our favourite segment? <laughs> Hang on. We've, oh, yes. Yeah. Okay. What hurts? What hurts now? No. Oh, okay. That's very, very <laughs> Um What hurts now? Well, it's not so much a hurting. Mm-hmm. It's just um, a sort of general deterioration of one's body <laughs> as one gets older. Um, and <laughs> it's that... I really don't like driving at night anymore. No. And I love driving. Mm. I'm a very happy driver. Mm. Happy to drive. Mm. Don't like the M5 with all those big trucks. Hate them. But in general, I'm not a scared driver or, a, right. you know, I yeah. love driving. But driving at night now, I find really hard with all the lights and everything. So um, you're saying your eyes can't cope with it? Yes. My eyes aren't. And on my eyesight, as you know, it's 2020. <laughs> Isn't it though? Um, <laughs> but apparently it's very common to get find it hard night to drive driving. at night as yeah. you get older because your eyes um is something to do with what are the black pupils yeah and how they let light in oh, they let too much in or they something. let too much in or we, so it i think it, we need twice as much light to drive after dark uh, at 50 as a 30 year old wow yeah it's actually quite a big deterioration right. so it's not just a oh i don't like driving at night it's yeah. actually you have to work out you ways can't really yeah, yeah. I um yeah well my friend Sue hello Sue I call her Sue I call her Sue that's yeah her name. is that her name she told me the other day that she had some weird thing happen with her eye where she was looking at the side and then all of a sudden she saw this flash like lightning and then all these little wiggly squigglies you know how you get the wiggly oh, yeah. squigglies and she said she got lots of them so she went to the eye hospital or the optometrist and the guy said oh yeah that's normal it's because the back of your retina comes away. When you get old. Oh. oh, yeah, detached retina. Yeah. That's the thing. Yeah. My mum had that. Yeah. yeah. But it's, like, really common. Yeah. And it happens to everybody. Just depends how quickly, I guess, it happens, oh. whether or not you need to see something yeah, about right. it. Um, and eventually it'll even itself out. It's because it all dries up. There's no, because you dry out like a prune as you oh, get old. Gosh. All the bits of you that are all, like, moist. For want <laughs> Please of don't say moist. <laughs> for want of a better word. Dry out, including the back of your fucking eye. So what do you do about it? You can't do anything. Oh, you so how have, do they fix it? They don't fix it, I don't think. Oh. I think it just, you just, it, you, you just learn then to, learn to deal it. with it. And, and you don't, it, because that's it actually happening. So I guess right. that's the shock of it. Then it stops happening because it's done. Right, and, and then, then you then, just, that's your yeah, new normal. That's your new normal. Right. Um, I think that I need to go to the eye specialist, or oh, no, not the specialist, I need to go to bloody Oscar Wiley. <laughs> yeah. Not really a specialist, is it? Just go and get some new glasses. Because I was sitting in a meeting in my new job, looking at some photos on a screen and I couldn't really see them properly. Oh, really? And I pride myself on having the same prescription on my glasses for the last 10 years or something, but now I feel like I've got to up the ante. Oh, well, you better up that ante. Yeah. Well, apparently to help you drive better in the evening, um, 
you should be wearing sunglasses at all time. Well, you during could be the like day. Corey, what's not at night during yeah. the day. Oh, sorry, I didn't make myself clear there. <laughs> so that because it takes two to three hours for your eyes to adjust from bright sunlight to darkness. Right. So especially in Australia with the glare, yeah. if you're not wearing sunglasses during the day or you haven't got a hat, it's the differentiation is so extreme. Oh. And that, I think, has a lot to do with why it's hard to drive here at night. Wow. But also, I'm in a mini, right? <laughs> and so I'll be driving at night and, you know, these stupid four-by-fours that everyone has to drive in Sydney, they come up behind you and it's lit- you cannot see a thing. No. Because of their, yeah. Their but, lights are right in your rear vision mirror. But you're also meant to adjust your rear vision mirror at night. Did you know that? No. Yeah. So that you don't get that. Yeah. And apparently most modern modern cars have um, a little button that you press that that makes it change for night driving. Oh, I had no idea. Yeah, see, I'm telling you all sorts now. When I was driving in America, this is interesting for probably no one but me, Um, we were driving... Actually, there's a good story here because um, my husband who I shall call Lee, mm-hmm. <laughs> had name. food poisoning. So I was driving <laughs> from one place to another, and we were driving past Reno on this amazing, like, you know, 25-lane highway. And I was fine. I was doing well. I, you know, driving on the wrong side of the road is not my forte, but I was really nailing it, really great, except for when it got to dusk. And I, in the, that, for me, is the worst time because it's just too – you can't – see anything and you can't see other cars because everything looks like the road i don't know like it just all especially if you're driving merges. west or east what would it be well, if you're driving into the sun mm. when the sun sets mm. are you going west mm. yeah you're going west young man yeah yes because or whatever i was doing i yeah. wasn't enjoying it so the poor man mm. had to get out of his sick side of the car and drive <laughs> the rest of the way Aww. because i couldn't drive because i couldn't see properly right but it was awful. Anyway. It is tricky, isn't it? It's is tricky. And I don't want old. to be one of those ladies who won't drive, you know, because yeah. it's so important, isn't it, to yeah. drive. And to have, have your independence. Independence and freedom. And so. And also be able to get to someone if they need you. I always feel yeah. like if, it would be awful if something happened to someone and I couldn't get to them. Yes. At least I've got a car I can nip in. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's a nice thought. Mm. Anyway. And, um, okay, good. Well, is that all you want to say on the subject? I think so, yeah. That's what it. about <clears throat> this last thing that I would like to talk about, which I, I think is quite pertinent also. Mm-hmm. Do you have a telephone voice, Lisa? Do I have a telephone <laughs> voice? Well, as a rule, I don't answer the telephone. Right. I would usually let the telephone ring out. What about work phone? Work phone. Um, I only really have one person ring me, and I know who she is. And, um, yeah, I'm probably, I, I'm probably very polite, yes. I, hello. 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 Oh, yes, you do do that voice. Do I? Yeah. I've heard that voice. In the olden what do you days, say? Yes. I'll go, hello, hello Claire speaking. Like that. Oh, yes. Yeah, That's I do nice. that a lot. Hello, Claire speaking. Hello, Claire speaking. And depending on where I work, for years it would be new woman Claire speaking, then it yeah. would be, you know, woman's day Claire speaking. Yeah. OK Magazine Claire speaking. Like, I'd, you know, just add wherever I work. And sometimes... I see what I'm, you did there. <laughs> can you see? Do you follow? Yes. <laughs> yeah, and then sometimes I would get it wrong because it would just come out so automatically that I would say the old place of work. Oh, you know, because yeah. just sometimes if you're tired just, yeah. or whatever, and sometimes I could still remember phone numbers from when I was a kid. Oh so, yeah, yeah. So I go eight six two zero three double four. You know, yeah. like. But your mum always used to answer the phone and yeah, go. Yeah, um, the number. Yeah, it's, uh, Northwood A double two zero four seven. Right. Well, I'm glad we had that chat. Yeah, I am. <laughs> Is there anything else? What are we going to talk about? Stylists. You stylists. Oh, yes, just very quickly following up. We've talked about fashion yes. and we've talked about beauty 
Um, I was on a shoot and the hair and makeup lady and the stylist were both ladies over 50. Very, very fabulous ladies. So I said, come on, what? give me your tips. And um, the hair and makeup lady said to go to Mecca mm-hmm. or Mac and pay 90 bucks, get your money back in products and get them to give you a makeover. Right. Um, she said Mecca, I think she particularly said was good. She said, you just, they'll just tell you about, you know, new looks and yeah, yeah. give you a little fresh face. Nice. And then um, the stylist lady, I said, you know, help me out here. Help a sister help out. Help a sister out. And she said, buy your basics from Kmart. Right. She was mad for Kmart. And she said, and then find a shop that you like that is a bit more expensive. And, add and your- have a couple of bits from that. And she said, that's what you should do. And then she did actually give me a label to mm. look at. And it's called Lounge the Label. Mm. And they're in Melbourne. Um, and their stuff is all made from Jersey. And it's all quite nice shapes and stuff. And she said, you should look at that. And I did have a look at it and it looks really nice. Did you buy anything? No, not yet. Because I, they're, they're not cheap. And I thought, I really want to try stuff on before I spend that kind of money. Yes, that's So true. it will have to wait till I'm in Melbourne next. Because you can buy it all online. Right. But it's really nice stuff. You should have a look. You'd like it. Okay. Yeah, they've got some... And it's quite... Um, it's quite trendy. It's <laughs> 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 <Is he> groovy. Yeah. <laughs> so that was just my little update. Oh, that's good. It's nice that yeah. we can provide a service. Yeah. Um, and on that note, I'll go and provide a service and find out where I've done with my cat. Because okay. it seems to have run away. Oh. Um, and we shall see you next week. Okay. Don't forget to email us. Okay. Oh, we didn't do it. We are... Do- well, we'll just do it now. We are playing devil's avocado at gmail.com. Yes. And... That's um, the email address. Please. Or you can find us on Instagram. Yes. And Spotify and iTunes. And there yeah. will there is probably some Facebook thing we just yeah. can't work it. Haven't worked it out yet. <laughs> Haven't worked <laughs> out the Facebook. <laughs> but do get in touch with us because we'd love to hear from you. And please review us and um, rate us. Rate us. And subscribe. Goodbye. Bye. <laughs>